Hello, I am Joshua P. Warren, and this is Joshua P. Warren Daily. Well, the old lion has died. That's what they said when Teddy Roosevelt passed on, and that's how I feel today. Because yesterday, on Friday the 13th of April, 2018, Art Bell passed away and uh, I had known Art for a long time at least 16 17 years something like that certainly considered him a friend as a matter of fact uh, just recently we had been emailing each other about getting together because you know he lived in Pahrump Nevada which is uh, over there close to Las Vegas and I'm going to be in uh, Vegas next month and so um it's a shame that that didn't work out. But I was at least pleased to see that he died at his home, and uh, therefore I would hope that he died peacefully. He was 72 years old. They haven't yet announced what happened, uh, but he had COPD, so I, I imagine that's the most likely culprit. Um, but they're doing an autopsy, so we'll see how that turns out. I especially feel for his family, you know, they have a new little baby, and so um, I can imagine how painful this is for the family. So, let me tell you a few things about Art Bell. Um, I had the privilege of being interviewed by him at least a couple of times when he was the main host of Coast to Coast AM, his creation. And... Boy, that was the first time I was ever interviewed by Art Bell was one of the most exciting nights of my life. I really felt like I'd made it, you know, like I had I had achieved something. I mean, it was not easy to get an interview with him. And um I people started interviewing me for various media when I was a teenager. And so now that I'm in my 40s, I have been interviewed thousands of times throughout my life. And I have myself interviewed certainly hundreds, probably over a thousand people. And Art Bell was not like any other kind of interviewer. Uh, When you went on his show, you knew that this guy really knew his stuff. And he wasn't going to cut you any slack. It was was kind of intimidating. And... uh, when you would go on with him, I mean, he his mind was razor sharp, and he wouldn't uh, he wouldn't kiss your ass, and he wouldn't let you bullshit around. Um, you you had to you know he he took his show very seriously, and you had to handle the content in a very serious manner, and you knew he was hanging on to every word, and he was going to probe as deeply as he could into what you were saying, and if he saw a flaw. He would call you out on it. You know, he was not a bit afraid to, to debate things. You know, I think that um, he, he had kind of a gruff demeanor in that way, which is one of the reasons that it was so fun to, to listen to him. But uh, not always fun to be the guest if you weren't sure what kind of a mood he was going to be in. And so it was always dramatic for everybody, though. And he was just such a... A, a proficient machine, so to speak, himself, you know. Um, Art Bell 
you just imagine him sitting there by himself running everything in the studio um, and he's he's up all night with a pot of coffee a pack of cigarettes screening his own calls just west of the Rockies you're on the air east of the Rockies you're on the air and you don't know what's gonna what's going to appear next you don't know what's gonna pop up next and you have 10 million people listening in the middle of the night you know it's just such a great image it's a, a, a romantic nostalgic way of viewing what broadcasting on the the airwaves at night should be all about and um and he always was great at picking you know subject matter that you wanted to hear about in the middle of the night and art and i always got along very well but we did have one kind of little i guess you call it a, a little debate or whatever we kind of got into it one night on the air over evp because art was much more impressed by evp than i am and I have taken many, many EVP recordings, and I'm talking about, of course, some kind of potentially ghostly voice that comes through on an audio recorder. I've captured those, and I've heard tons of them, and I know some of the top people in the field. As a matter of fact, my buddy Dean Worsing even teaches classes on EVP at uh, a college in Maryland. And so um, I know a lot about it, and, and yet uh, Art, he thought that there was more value to many of these EVPs than, than I do. And that's why I, I'm telling you, folks, I don't know exactly where he's at right now. But if there is any way that he can communicate with us, somebody out there is going to get an EVP from Art Bell. And uh, as a matter of fact, at the end of this podcast... After I've said goodbye, I'm just going to let this keep recording for a little while. And if you want to stick around for that, fine. If not, fine. But uh, I'm just going to let it keep recording so we can all listen and just see if any any voices or any strange sounds appear. You know, uh, maybe uh, Art would like to come through and say something on this podcast. You know, I, I believe I'm the only person who has an Art Bell display in uh, a museum. I, I've talked on this podcast before about the fact that I have Art Bell's alien statue that his family claimed was coming to life at night and scaring the heck out of the kids and everything. I have that in my museum, the Asheville Mystery Museum. And Art was, in fact, from North Carolina. He was born here. I have friends who work at the airport who said they'd see him come and go through the airport once in a while, visiting some of his relatives who were still here in the area. So I'm very proud to have um, have this display celebrating him. And uh, I think that if he were going to try to contact somebody, I'm, I'd be right up there on, you know, on the list, I'm sure. So I'll keep it rolling. But when it comes to the legacy of a man like Art Bell, if you listened to Coast to Coast AM back in those days, I don't need to explain the legacy to you. It was, um, it was theater of the mind, and uh, it was, and and he was just a world record holding broadcaster he traveled the world 
he really knew how to put on a good show. And listening to him inspired me to want to do talk radio more than anybody else. And in fact, you know, I read his book called The Art of Talk. And I brought this up before. Anybody out there who is ever interested in getting into podcasting or radio hosting needs to read The Art of Talk. And because he has, it's, it's sort of autobiographical, but there is also wisdom in there about how to focus on what's interesting and how to choose content which transcends technology. It doesn't matter what the technology is that you're using. What matters is uh, what you are producing. Um, so, for example, like one of the things that he really stressed was the importance of show prep that for every hour that you're going to do, you really ought to have at least two or three hours of show prep. And most people don't do that. They get on the air and they try to wing it, and that's why most of the stuff out there sucks. And so all throughout my radio career, uh, I have done a great deal of show prep uh, for every hour. Now, that's especially if you're going to go on live radio. It's not as big of a deal if you're doing some kind of a a recorded thing like this podcast but if you're going to be on live radio especially you can't sit there and have dead air i mean you need you need a way to to keep it moving from one thing to the next he also i think though more importantly talked about <clears throat> the um the way to identify what is talk worthy content so for example if an airplane crashes and everybody dies and you say, an airplane crashed and everybody died. Well, <clears throat> that's just a news story. That's not really a talk topic. But if you say, an airplane crashed and everybody died, and they think there may have been a bomb on board. Oh, now we've changed this whole scene. Because now there are additional questions that have been triggered. Like, well... Who would have put a bomb there? What kind of bomb was it? Uh, how did this, you know, make it through security, et cetera, et cetera? You, you have all these different things now available you can talk about. And so that's how he would sort of distinguish a bit between, uh, you know, news and a talk topic. And if you remember that, it will help you very much when you choose the topics that you talk about as a host. But anyway, Art, uh, he saw amazing things. I remember seeing him on, I think it was Nightline or might have been 2020, one of these ABC news programs where he was retelling about the night. I believe he was with his wife, Ramona, at the time. And, uh, and they saw a giant UFO over the Nevada desert. Um, you know, he... He understood, he understood that these things are real, and yet he also understood that you have to use proper judgment when you're determining what's real and what's not. For some reason, this stands out in my mind. At one point, I remember being interviewed by him, and he asked me something along the lines of how I felt about religion. And I said 
something to the effect, well, I tend to think that Christ was not really a Christian and that Buddha was not really a Buddhist, uh, etc., that humans have come along after these spiritual masters and created the religions that we have right now that may or may not match up with what the intention was originally of the person who inspired it. So I don't really usually like to associate myself directly with one type of a religion or another because the religions are man-made things. I look more directly to the teachings and the wisdom that were originally recorded without trying to necessarily label everything. And he said that uh, he and I had very similar views, that he felt the same way. So that tells you something about how he saw the relationship between the, the, the science and the technology that we have at our disposal being balanced with the mystery of what's still unknown and the idea of a spiritual world and the idea that there is something larger happening there than most people realize. And so um, it's amazing when somebody like Art Bell, who has spent his entire life curious, wanting to know the answers to these things, to these big questions, it's amazing when a person like that passes to the other side because now he knows. You know, two days ago he didn't know. But now he does. And he might be so enthralled with what he has learned that the last thing on his mind is going to be coming back here to leave some kind of an EVP or or a message for us. On the other hand, it's possible. He does have a reason to stick around on this plane. He's got that new baby, and I bet he wants to see his baby grow up. So Art might be around us in spirit form a little bit more than the average person who passes on, at least for a while. So if you're into EVP, that'll be the way he'll choose to communicate. So I'm going to wrap this podcast up, and then like I say, I'll just let it record for a little bit. I'll take off my headset so you don't hear me breathing or anything, and we'll just let it roll, and we'll see. This podcast, of course, is called Joshua P. Warren Daily, and it might not exist if it weren't for Art Bell. He was a truly great man. He inspired a lot of people, and he embodies what those of us in the talk business try to to do when we explore the unknown with you, whether it's on the live airwaves or through these podcasts. We all owe him a lot, and we will miss him. Art Bell always said, Want to take a ride? Well... He took us on one hell of a ride. Thank you, Art, and Godspeed to you. 
Thank you for listening to this. Thanks for your support. Thanks for staying curious. And I'll talk to you again soon. Thank you.